Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How did get 30, 30, get 30, bet get 20, 20, 20, bet get 20, 20, bet get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Well, it's the Friend Zone with Tim and Guy. It's the Friend Zone. We're going to have a good time. It's the Friend Zone with Tim and Guy because making friends is the best idea of all time. Friend Zone. Hello and welcome to the Friend Zone. Uh, number, I think I know the number now. 102. Two. I'm pretty sure. That's right. A popular sequel to Friend Zone 101. It's- yeah. People love it. Get that out of your mouth. We're videotaping this one, so you've got to be aware of the angles. I've got Rufus here who refuses to relinquish the seat that I'm in. Uh, I didn't know that we were starting now, so I just told you that we I was not I know. ready. And, and I thought it would be a funny joke. I oh, think this is funny? Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's good. Hi, everybody. Uh, just two friends hanging out here, giving each other uh, japes and jabs, little jokes between mates. Uh, it's good to be here among you, my pals. Too many cables in this room. It's been a... Um, a myriad of Too plugging in things and cables. plugging out things to room. make it all work. My dog's joining us. I've been away for almost two weeks from my house um, learning how to snowboard. That was just one day of it. I went to the southernmost point of the South Island and attempted to smoke a joint there because I thought it w- would be cool. But it was too windy. Yeah, I've, I've been down there. There are signs to everywhere else in the world, right? Yeah, there was a sign that I've got a, a, a photo on Instagram Uh um, by a sign that says, "This is the southern Zoe and I." It says, uh, "This is the southernmost point of the it South Island." Should say the, the southernmost point, because yeah, that's good. Because um, it's about five thousand kilometers to the South Pole and a bit, like very close to, and five thousand kilometers to the equator as well. Which means that the diameter of the Earth is is real, like a even number. It's twenty thousand or forty. Is it twenty or forty? It'd be twenty because if you're there and it's five thousand to the south. Oh, pole, I was thinking of circumference. And you go to the equator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is double diameter circumference? No, it's not. There's, you got to get pi in the mix. What's don't the you? radius? The radius. The is, radius is half the yeah, diameter. So the radius is. But 10. what is the radius? The radius is like you get the pi and you cut it into quarters, and it's the distance from the middle out. Hey right? man, um, I really don't want to think about any of this stuff. So I'd appreciate if you stop bringing it up. Needless to say, I did not smoke my joint. Um, but I had a wonderful time in the South Island. I saw your parents yeah, hung I out saw at that. their place. That was nice of you. Yeah, it did was you guys really all cool. get along? Of course. 
I love I, your folks. They're I love great them people. too. And they actually love you. Dad's always been a big Batman guy. He always goes, How's the Batman? We had a chat. Did about, he call you the Batman? He did not. Which, uh, maybe I've got to work my way up to that. It's important that's to what have he calls, goals in life. That's what he calls you to me. The Batman. Yeah. It's fucking good. It's a good term. He goes, what are you doing? I go, I've really just like been that. with Tim. And he goes, oh, how is the Batman? The Batman. What What did you talk about with my parents? Fiscal policy. Oh, Alan no. Alan Greenspan's response <laughs> to the 87 crash. <laughs> oh, man. I was, um, I went on a rampage on Twitter on Friday, uh, I was pretending to be a politician. Um, you were on quite a tear. Can I put that d- the mic down a little bit so people can see your beautiful yeah, of course. face? And uh, anyway, I was having a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. And then you I got- changed your profile pic and your name to Jerry Branley. That's right. happens to be my second cousin by marriage. Really? Yeah. What's the good word on Jerry? Uh, or, I don't, or I don't, Gary? I don't, I don't know anything. I really don't know anything about him as a person, but um, I kind of detest his politics. So yeah. Anyway, I got a very concerned text from my father <laughs> saying, <laughs> I can see what you're doing, but it's not a good idea to impersonate people. Yes, it is. And I don't think you're going to change anyone's mind. And I was like, you think I'm doing this to try and change people's mind? <laughs> That's not what it's about at all. No, I had a lot of fun, was... and then I got paranoid on Sunday night and changed my name back. What did you get paranoid about exactly? I went and saw the movie Heat on beautiful 35mm at the Hollywood Cinema in Avondale. Fantastic flick. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. And mm. I, on the way, beautiful I, I talked to a very funny author, writer, uh, named Madeline Chapman. Oh, yeah. I said, hey, you mad. She wrote the book on Jacinda Ardern. She literally did. And uh, I said, hey, Mads, how are you? And she said... Good. Has Jerry Brownlee sued you yet? And I said, no, I'm bulletproof. And then I went home and I thought, I don't think I'm eligible to be sued, but I had my fun. I don't really need to do this anymore. I don't like that people are putting these thoughts in your head. Yeah. I wish that I was there with you for like both times over the weekend yeah, yeah. to push back against uh, both your father Look, and Madeline Chapman's cautiousness. They're doing it out of a place of love. They're looking out for you, I'm sure. But I, I love a bit of mischief. I, yeah, it was. I had a really good time. I genuinely was also at one point trying to get kicked off Twitter by doing it. The dude's been a politician for like 30 years and uh, he's the deputy leader of the opposition party here. Like, he, he could take some dude. I know. But I thought a few like, jokes his way. I know, but I thought they'd still, blo- you know, like. Because I, I was tweeting at the leader of the opposition and I yeah. thought that she'd be like, okay, I'll get one of my staffers to fucking report a tweet. Who gives a shit? What an excellent way to get taken off of Twitter. That's you what, well, that's what get, I, was, I was hoping for You didn't that. get to like Becky Lucas levels no, of yeah. well, <laughs> calling for beheading. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Friend of the show, Becky Lucas. I'm glad Lucas, that you visited them. Out. I'm glad you all got along. Yeah, man. Um, I love those guys and I love you guys. So it was night nice. when I got that photo, I got one photo from mum of you and Zoe at the kitchen table. And then I got a photo from you of all four of you and it uh, made my heart sing. I thought it was fantastic. Bloody lucky to catch Charlotte as well. She was off to yoga. so um, She's a just, real yogi, that woman. Yeah. She loves it. She's remarkable, Nick. Yeah. I mean, probably, I don't know the shape of her life necessarily, but for, for, for uh, where she is in life, probably the shape <laughs> of the... I know the shape of her life. It's your mum. For the shape of the world. Do. Hey, uh, let's dig into the old mailbag. And the old is, onion bag. Tommy this, Smith went away. This is very exciting and will also probably like be slightly confusing a little bit, I guess, because of the chronology of release. But um, So today, the first episode of season five came out for us. 
I don't know when I'm going to put this friend zone out. Probably quite soon, so it'll probably be fine. Yeah. Also, if you're watching this on the Patreon and not just listening to it on the Hello. podcast stream, here's a little behind-the-scenes secret for you. Uh, it's a jazz cigarette, everybody, because we're jazz oh, fans. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> now everyone no, no, knows. i got to get the big book of ideas, because that was kind of the whole reason of going... Uh, That's right. Well, while you do that, I'll read, I'll, I'll, I'll read some older correspondence dating back to the 18th of June, 2020. Thought I'd chuck you a quick message as the events of tonight were too poetic to not share. I've been listening to your potty throughout the quarantine period from a recommendation and just got up to the director's commentary for We Are Your Friends. I had some free time on my hands, so I thought I'd watch along. I played this movie on my old laptop with a crabby battery. Now, I did think, this may die at some point, and I'm not sure if I'll make it through. It was looking pretty good for a while, but lo and behold, it died about 10 seconds into Zakovli's final track. Ah! Went and did some other stuff for a while, came back, and eventually finished it off. And boys... I gotta say, if there was any way to make a terrible song any less climactic than it already was, <laughs> that was it. Oh, shit. Oh, and by the way, the version I watched was Guy's dodgy German one from Stella Marlis. Shout out, Stella. Shout out to Stella. That is the way to... Um, Stella! Take the wind out of all the sails of the film. Yeah. But that's kind of the way we consume things now. Yeah, it is. I was talking with a friend about this recently because the New Zealand International Film Festival has been happening and without wanting to rub salt in any of the international wounds, half of it was run online when they were, I guess, facilitating it. They were anticipating we might still be in lockdown. Mm. The other half in cinema. Mm. And I would only go to film festival movies in cinema and a friend was watching them online and they were like, it's bad. I was like, yeah, no, but I think I'm right because... It's a better I w- experience. I wouldn't undeniably. be able like also some of the movies that I watch in a film festival. I'm going to because I want to experience the full breadth of cinema. If yeah. I put these movies on in my house, there's no, f- I can't get through a fucking episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not going to get through a 90 minute fucking Icelandic movie about some cow farmer you're, who's you're, going up against fair. a monopolistic co-op. Yeah, yeah. Which is a movie I saw on Sunday. If I put is it, is it on- Monsanto? No, it was called the the county. If I put but, that I on, I mean, who was the monopolistic? Um, oh, it was called, it was called the co- it was called a co op. Like the actual functionality and the setup of the co op was not to be a monopoly, but because you know they present themselves as a cause for common good, they kind of muscled out. If a if a farmer sold their milk to a different distributor that wasn't just the c- central co op in the town, mm. they'd um they'd get blocked from being able to distribute through the co op, which was still the primary source of income. And this was bothering the woman. So it's kind of like um, scabs in the union situation. People who cross the picket line. It's kind of that. Uh, no, well, yes, but no, because the in this instance, the scabs are the goodies. Oh, true. Because the, the co-op is uh, overexerting itself. I see. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you got the general gist. Like Fonterra. We've got one of those yeah. three conglomerates. Here. And I wouldn't and have watched NZ. the movie if I'd put it on at home. I would have hey, turned well, it off. Fucking, I hear you, dude. But be better. Fuck you! Watch Icelandic documentaries about the dairy industry it in your home. It was a fucking film, not a documentary. It wasn't it real. It was all make believe. Oh, really? It was ninety minutes. Really? Of just like there was one laugh. It was billed as a comedy. There was one laugh. She um, filled up an effluent tank and went and sprayed milk at the co-op's offices. It was hilarious. Awesome. And one of the people I went to the movie with, that's exactly when they went to take a piss. And afterwards, <laughs> I said, "Man, <laughs> you missed the one laugh." Oh man, that sucks. It's okay. Life's okay. How do you go in movies for going to the bathroom? Like, generally speaking. I don't go. Heat. Yeah, me neither. Three hours long? Yeah. Didn't go. Didn't go? And did you need to? Like, was it a, a There was discomfort? a point where I was like, I could go to the bathroom, but I was like, I don't want to miss any of this. Good shit. What's that movie about? Pacino and De Niro at the height of their powers. Directed by Michael Mann. 
Uh, it's a cat and mouse game. De Niro is a crook. Pacino is a detective. Mm-hmm. Uh, both with various different home life situations. And it's like De Niro's trying to get one final score. Pacino's trying to track him down. And there's this iconic scene where as criminal and uh, detective, they have a cup of coffee and they talk like they sort of talk to each other about their philosophies in life and, you know, what's going to happen. And, um, it's just like, it was just, it was a movie from the old school and I can see why it got all the hype. It did. I, yeah. I had such a blast watching it. Also awesome. beautiful cinema, like the whole yeah. experience down to the ground was, um, that venue classy. is too die also, for. Like, we tried to book it once I for know. a live show and it is phenomenally expensive. That's right. And rightly and so. And rightly so. Um, and also like a 3 PM Sunday movie, a matinee, really good concession stand. Popcorn and a craft beer. Yeah. Fuck, that was living, man. They've got nice ice creams too. They've even got um, those vegan. Yeah, the, uh, the Little Island. Oh, yeah, yeah, those too. I was thinking the whatever they are. Doesn't matter. Magnums or something. Yeah. Bigs. Big, Big book, book of, of ideas. ideas. That's right. It's got back, it on baby. Video. If you're on the Patreon. Uh, before you read this, actually, I do have a piece of correspondence from the creator who uh, sent this to the Facebook Worst Area of All Time. And because we only discovered this in the previous friend zone, and this it had been sent to, us a, sent to us a long very time, very long time ago, like and three so years on the twenty seventh of July, mm. our friend wrote this: "Flash and Timbo, I can't even. I just listened to Friends on one hundred and one, and you finally opened my package. I wasn't able to track it, so I thought it was lost in the mail and never got there. I'm so thrilled it made it." There have been so many times over the last few years I wanted to ask if it got there, but I didn't want to be a bother. What? Oh, God. Also, I, feel worse than I, I felt a little silly for spending so much time on something and just sending it into the ether to virtual strangers. Podcast, podcast stuff is a bit weird that way, you know? This was such a delight. All the stuff in the book is what was described in the episodes by you all. I have a document of all the descriptions that I used to make that I used to make it, sorry. If you all want that, just yes. let me know. Yes, a thousand times yes. It has been hard being out of work and in Texas during the pandemic, so mm-hmm. having this happen now really brought a bright spot to my week. You are you all are brave boys and lucky. Sorry, can we get the pronunciation on Y apostrophe A-L-L again? Dude, I know that this message has been like marked as coming from Texas, but Valerie has literally written you and then the oh, word all. Oh, got it. Okay, sorry. You think I would have fucking passed up a y'all? That's why it threw me so much. Just like, <laughs> what are some, you doing? Have some respect. <laughs> you all are brave boys. Y'all are brave yeah. boys and lucky New Zealand boys, even if it sounds Woo! the same when you say bear, bear, and woman, woman. Yeah. And I did read both of those identically. <laughs> Stay safe and thanks for all the great content, Valerie. P.S. I listened to season two straight through while working at a bakery and if counted in pastries, <laughs> if counted in pastries made rather than ours, it was. 2,756 pastries baked in length. Wow. What a journey. Valerie, I mean, just across the board, apologies and thanks, which yes. I feel like is pretty much my email signature at I this know, point. I know, God. So, <laughs> so yeah, you on that. Uh, we really- did, did you see that tweet I put out the other day about um, Cameo? Because <laughs> yeah. they've pursued me for so long, and I'm so, I, I tweeted out, I'm so glad that I didn't succumb to getting on Cameo. If anyone wants an email from me or a birthday video message, you do it the old-fashioned <laughs> way. Track down my email from the internet. Wait six weeks for me to be profusely apologetic at being so late. That is so true. But Valerie, honestly, uh, your patience in both creating and waiting for us to receive this book are to be commended. We are so grateful for this craft. Mm. To revisit 
uh, obviously Chris Norris and Mr. Big's ideas. Also, like, this is, if I put this together as a school project, I would not have stopped banging on about it around the fucking kitchen table. This, this is, is a beautiful... It's like a perfect combination of a work of art and a time piece capsule. Of craft. That's right. We can, uh, <laughs> we can, like, really travel back in time by just opening this book. So, okay, here's a page that says... Uh, it's it's got the days of the week up the top, and then it's got married, not married, married, <laughs> married, married, not married, married. It's a new big marriage pitch contract. For the new marriage contract. I love it. Uh, make a marriage last. I was trying to figure out how to make a marriage last. Deal with Carrie less. <laughs> <laughs> Best idea. More time for ideas. Travel on That's Sunday, right, Tuesday. Do you know what? Thursday, I Saturday. think because we we must have concluded one of the things holding back uh, Big from being fully satisfied within the marriage is that being married seven days a week blocks some vital brainstorming time for yeah. him to come up with his entrepreneurial occasionally philanthropic ideas this, i'm terrified at the idea of finding the jacuzzi page in this book <laughs> you came up with that take some ownership of your creativity this one's got tenacious d Carl gas on there slaying i can't remember us talking about td td plus recorder plus me equals tenacious big d <laughs> key can, for i can Kyle see how Gass. we came up with that <laughs> What does it say? Get my composing on. And it's got, um, I think that's a hand-drawn picture of an amp there. It's a beautiful thing. It's also good. Do you, you, you have a rifle through some of these pages. I mean, I don't even know how to articulate this. Oh, it's someone get trying in, to... Get in there. This is someone trying to solve for the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> and they've a favorite of yours. They've written various equations. Yeah. And then if you look at it upside down... Is that oh! potentially Zicoli? Oh my god! It might be us, I don't know. It's a man's face. They're in a tie. Maybe it's Chris Noth himself. But it, I'm going to flash that to, flash that up to Cam. Get that right in there. How, how fucking incredible is that? that? It looks so good on camera too. Look at the little if screen. If anyone is in uh, Texas and they want to hire someone who's clearly capable of greatness, Valerie, Valerie, it seems, as dated on the 27th of July, is on the hunt. We should find... I don't want to put Valerie's email address out there, but if, if Valerie's got a um, portfolio website, something like that. Oh, now, this is my favorite kind of shit. Just a, a big block of text. The etchings of a madman. Written all over a page, filling it up. Uh, so let's just pick some choice cuts. Hit the road. Clone. We want to be alone. The sun, the moon, the stars, and the earth come together as one to make the uh, to make me invisible. <laughs> <laughs> make me light and brightness make me dark and darkness yeah this is the real shit this page here is um considered too illegal to see and there's like so we've got a chopping board with some oh what's that word shakuzi is that how you charcuterie charcuterie and a kitty cat and then at the bottom it's like a big um redacted black bar can, have a look at, can I have a look at the redacted document. black bar yeah can you re- if you like flip over the next page maybe you could read it through that no, they're about Can't for, get enough of this book. Us. Do you want to borrow it for a little bit? I've had it for yeah. three years. <laughs> yeah, I would love to. <laughs> but I haven't had a proper, like... Maybe I'll scan all the pages. I mean... Hey, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should scan all the pages so everyone can, like, share in this. Yeah. I just got a new printer scanner because my other one kicked the bucket. And it's quite good. You must be one of only, like, two people I know who have a printer at home. And I've that makes you a, a lot living of legend. I have to print a lot of things for people, too. I mean, look, I... <laughs> We created a lot of these ideas. They're articulated by Valerie. Looking at them, they are the etchings of maniacs. Either us or the spirit of Big through us. I love this. I um, I've, I I bought in a the Dunedin 
art gallery gift shop a little book for 20 bucks written by this um ad man whose name escapes me at the moment but it's like a hundred ideas about big ideas and shit and he's all about you did not create the idea you're basically just an aerial for the universe receiving some shit this this person is an ads yeah 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 he's like an advertising magnate he sounds a lot like mr big because he's he's like a coupling of um creativity is just like you know things are whirring around you don't really create the ideas you sort of receive them but also i'm the fucking man it's yeah like real real uh everyone's energies. just an antenna for the universe and i'm the biggest antenna exactly <laughs> that's advertising for you isn't it when you get to the upper echelons yeah um valerie once again we can't thank you enough and uh i definitely don't have the time at the moment but i'll tr- endeavor to find it let's fucking just scan the book so we can share its glory with it's everyone. a great idea make it a pdf warning pdf missed download <laughs> do you want to hit one? Oh yeah i've I got one here yep oh yeah I, I, yeah i thought it was covering for you but i'll do it here we go 22nd of june 2020 <clears throat> hey there timbo and guy guy i've been a big fan for years and i work in the vfx industry oh I'm a bit behind on the podcast, so imagine my surprise when I'm going along the feed to find that you've done short stints with both Cats and Doolittle, oh, yes. two films which I was working on <gasps> at the same time last fall. What the fuck? Note, if this does end up on a friend zone, yep. do not say my name, oh, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can assure you that both of these projects were an absolute shit show from top to bottom. That's what we've heard. I just thought I'd share with you some of the behind-the-scenes info on both films. Cats, the mocap broke on set and was completely unusable every single person oh, motion capture yeah every single person in every shot had to be recreated in 3d and their movements were matched manually by animators cats had a six-month deadline for context lion king remake was done in two years holy fuck they had to manually reconstruct everyone's movements whoa <laughs> The, Whoa, dude! That's genuine news. I don't know if we've ever like <laughs> broken news on the show before. That is fucking cooked. Holy shit, dude! In their respect, they How did, did it great... get out? How did you finish it? They poured that much money and they just put it out. These fucking animators, man. That's why this whole production process associated with cats makes me so mad because. The people who actually did it and finished it are heroes and should be lauded and, like, probably do deserve an Oscar for what they achieved. Tom Hooper is such a fucking madman and so out of his depth that he just, like, he gave them an impossible task, which they sort of delivered on. And the fact that it didn't, like, really work in a creative sense is all on him. But the fact that anything happened at all, I feel like, is all on them. Yeah. And Cats is a great film. Uh, there's normally a shot approval process where every step of a shot gets notes and usually gets sent back to the artist several times before it gets done. A majority of cat shots were approved on the first go due to time constraints. <laughs> the Friday after Cats premiered, I was watching Cats rendering jobs still running. <laughs> <laughs> Just like hit pause for a second on that email, because just imagine that you're working on a one hundred million dollar film that features the acting talents of Dame Judi Dench, Sir Ian McKellen, superstar Taylor Swift, Jennifer Hudson, and what should be like a, a real Oscar bait performance, Jason Derulo. Yeah, 
Take Ribble away. Wilson. It, yeah. Robbie Fairchild. Hold on, you're making them... Good. I'm trying to paint a picture here. <laughs> the movie has been released. It's in the world. You've seen it after you've just, like, broken your brain trying to get the thing done. And then you get back into the office and you're still seeing people tune away on fucking... I don't even know what you use. Maya? Probably not that. It's probably low tier. Whatever 3D graphics tool and just some computers continuing to, like, render and export I shit. I love that, though. The, like, I like... World. I like that... We can see like all of the fucking unplugged cords and all the yeah. grizzly bits. You know, I like know. the way that the system works, you're not meant to see any of this. Everything's yeah. meant to look perfect. Yeah. But it's like, it's nice to see it, spot it, say, there's more to this. And We're then someone be matrix. like, you're not wrong. Anyway, on to notes on Doolittle. Yes, yes, please. Doolittle had something like three different directors, and every time a director changed, they would go in and change scenes, <laughs> including scenes where the CG was mostly done. Even though Doolittle had more time than Cats did, these changes resulted in a similar panic crunch to Cats. Additionally, they couldn't delay the movie because they'd promised to release it in Asia by December. Thank God they did, to be honest, because if Doolittle was... I mean, it was a phenomenal flop, but if it came out any later, it would have been hit by COVID, right? It would never have come out. Yeah. What? I mean, I don't know, know the next one I've just read, but also, I mean, we went to it three times in a day. Yeah. We had the cinema virtually to ourselves every time. I yeah. don't know how big of an impact COVID <laughs> would have had on the cinema. It had its best shot, I guess is what I'm saying. Here's the next note. Yeah. The guy sitting next to me probably spent three to four weeks just fixing the ropes on the ship, which broke in a ton of the shots. Just three to four weeks on ropes. I um, I'm not capable of doing that. eh? do you know what I mean? Like dedicating my time to something real, which I think is evident by the release schedule of this podcast <laughs> and the manner in which it uh, gets produced and, and released. But like, I can't mentally, emotionally put myself in a place where I would be spending so much time on something um, that is so detailed. Yeah, I, I don't have that either. Do I don't have that in me. When I think about work ethic, that's when I think about like the habits I formed as a child of just sort of picking my spots and doing it to a degree that's good enough yeah. to pass muster. And this is the difference. I mean, and this is the devastating instance of someone doing that and it's still not being enough to paper over the bigger problems. I guess, to be ropes fair, were not enough. we neither complimented nor criticized the ropes. Oh, sh- oh I didn't realize that's been happening the whole time. Is it? Yeah, man. Oh, okay. I see. The microphone is trying to get away from Guy, everyone. I didn't realize. But I'm not letting it. Oh, hold on. Could I just unfill one of these? Would that help? It might just drop. Oh, no, fuck it. It might just drop on you. The original gorilla broke, so they had to bring one in from another movie what at the last even, minute. What does that even mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? The gorilla broke. Like, it's a CGI gorilla. This next one, the dragon shots were some of the last to be completed because yeah. we didn't have a dragon to work with until two weeks before the deadline. Literally couldn't remember a dragon until that the f- Where they're pulling stuff out of its ass. That's right. And then it farts horrifically. <laughs> um, it, it, this is funny because like, the text of the email is making it sound like they had to track down a dragon. They're like, fucking look at everywhere for a dragon. Yeah. Who d- Which one of you sons of bitches, assistant directors and producers can get me a goddamn dragon? I don't understand how it all works. Anyway... Hope some of these facts bring you joy. I can't exactly prove I was working on these films without giving away too much, but that company fired me over COVID with no warning. So, fuck him. <laughs> Thank you, boys, for bringing me some much-needed light in this trying time. Name redacted. I've got some people in my life who work in the VFX industry, and I tell you what, man, it sounds fucking brutal. So my heart goes out to you, and you have, you've, you've lifted my spirits with that. Uh, and I think you've provided enough proof. 
That is absolutely what you see not, in Doolittle. Yeah. I'm not going to be calling to question. And if you didn't, congratulations on creating a plausible enough series of lies. Yeah, thanks for bringing joy into our lives. Absolutely. I don't care how you did it. Uh, fuck, that, that just cracks me up so much. <laughs> the absolute scenes of walking back into your office and they're rendering different scenes on a movie that's out. Um, I believe the pronunciation would be Ewan on this person. Is that how it's it, E-U-A-N? Yeah, I'd, I'd guess Ewan. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Dear Jim Bat and Toy Montgomery, do you guys still read out emails on the friend zone? I've been trying to catch up with the podcast for about a year now and am in the middle of season three, all the way back in 2016. Man, that was a long time ago. Remember 2016? Barely. I've seen on my feed that you're doing something with Home Alone now, but I'm determined not to hear it until I've got to the full context of everything that came before. What progress might you have made since then? Have you finally figured out a system so people don't have to keep telling you whether or not to read out their names on the podcast? No. <laughs> I look. Uh, if you do read this out, I look forward to hearing it circa 2023. Live every moment. Love every day. P.S. Do not read my name. Don't you dare. The fate of the universe depends on it. The magnitude of the consequences were you to read my name cannot be understated. Thank you so much, Ewan. This one comes from the 25th of June, 2020. Sorry, guys. I had a little bit of an almond croissant while Tim was reading. (laughs) I'm a naughty boy. Hi, Tim and Guy. I've never written to a couple of Kiwi comedians, but I guess it's the first time for everything, right? Thank you for all that you do. I'm finding it hard to feel inspired these days, but your ability to stay positive and find the shining light makes me hopeful that in, so, in time, some of that enthusiasm will rub off. All the best, Emma. Emma, keep going. Whatever you're doing, keep on going. Do you want to know why? I do. Because we love you, Emma. We do. We love you. As does everyone listening. Everyone right now on the count of three, let's all say go, Emma. Here we go. One, two, three. Go, go Emma. Emma. I hope... That everyone did that. Otherwise, Tim and I are going to be embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope that you're embarrassed too. This is a beautiful thing about being embarrassed. It only happens when you're kind of out there on your own. Do you like it when people sing happy birthday to you in public? Happy birthday, we we need to figure this out. We need to sort out the happy birthday song. What do you mean? It's a bad song. 
Mm-hmm. No one knows what key to start in because it goes a little too high and a little too low for most people. Do you people. know Chelsea always hits the most beautiful harmony on the last bit of Happy Birthday Does that she? I've started doing too? You do the end. Happy birthday to No, fuck it. <laughs> I, I needed the run up. Oh no, I've humiliated myself. Don't be embarrassed. It's all right. But it's a tricky song and it's also not a very good song. Like it's not very musical to my ear. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I hate it. Whoa, I, go, whoa, I go so far whoa, as to say whoa, 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 I hate whoa. the song. Um, love the sin. Oh, what is it? Hate the sin, not the sinner. 50 bucks we've received from Ian. Fucking appreciate that. Shout Massive out. fucking respect. Shout out Ian. Sorry for all the swear words. Oh, and here's Ian's message. Dear Timbo and Monty, just wanted to drop you a line to this is how he talks. According to me, just wanted to drop you a line to thank you, good boys, for the top-notch content you've delivered through Worst Idea. I've been a sporadic listener for a while, but that changed a year ago yesterday when an ER doctor who looked a lot like Kevin Smith and sounded like the Andy Serkis character from the Marvel films informed me, uh, this is not going to work for this voice, that I had a cancerous tumour in my bowel. And the subsequent <laughs> hospitalisation, you're just laughing at my... Yeah, yeah. Yes, I picked not the, at the I, diagnosis. I picked the wrong thing, everybody. Um, and the subsequent hospitalizations and chemo treatments, I ripped through the Worst Idea catalogue hard and took immense comfort in your digital company. The joyful uh, ridiculousness of your endeavour helped keep... Uh, sorry, helped keep up my spirits through the whole process. In one of the live episodes, Paul F. admonished you to stop hurling yourselves, hurting yourselves by continuing this project. And he's obviously correct in that assessment, but I for one am glad that you've soldiered on. I wrapped up chemo in January. Our first child was born a month later. Yes. Wow. Yes. And now when he won't Back get... to the voice. Back to the OG voice. And now, I don't even know what I was doing. Um, when It was just kind of forceful. Make and them British. We... Uh, uh, oh, I'm not good with the accents. I know that's that. why it'll be good. Um, British. No, I'm not going to do it. And when, uh, and now when he won't go to sleep at night, I sit with him in the nursery. <laughs> <laughs> One specific British person, and we listen to whatever is uh, latest in the feed from the Frosty Fellas. A plus parenting. I think you'll agree. Thanks a million, boys. All the best, and say my name, Ian from Edmonton. Canada, P.S. Happy to have donated fifty U.S. dollars to you today as uh, to you today as a token of my appreciation. Ian, um, thank you so much for the cash, man. I can't believe you're a new parent and you just kicked cancer and you still donated some money. Incredible! Congratulations on everything. That, yeah, that is amazing. Ian, you rock the house. Cancer sucks, man. Um, but when you kick it, it kind of like can be an opportunity to maybe um, do a bit of a reset and just uh, look at things and how you've been spending your time and your energy and go, my family's cool or something. I don't know. Or my family sucks. <laughs> I need to get yeah, rid of yeah. <laughs> Could go either way. It could. Shall I read one? I'm so happy for Ian. Bye, Ian. 7th of July, 2020. Boys, congratulations on 100 friend zones. Thank you. It's quite the accomplishment, and I've been with you the whole way. I don't have a PhD or any harrowing stories of hard times that you've gotten me through, but I've enjoyed six years with you nonetheless. Yeah. Regarding the new season, if Boner Patrol doesn't work out, (laughs) have you considered the name O Come, O Come, Emmanuel? Wow. Wow. Prescient. So we haven't released the first step at time of this being sent, but both of those things come up in the first step. Yeah. A lot. That was my big idea. Mm. Too graphic? Too biblical? Just right, 
Perhaps. <laughs> anyway, love you boys, and I'm very much looking forward to the new season. Peace and love, and if this makes it on the potty, say my goddamn name, Pat Schuster. Pat Schuster, legend. Uh, I actually named the first episode, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. How do you spell come? Uh, I googled the song, which is why I think there was soft piano music playing when you walked in the studio, because I was seeing how they spell it. And they so spell it like, that way. O Come, as in come over here. Yeah, but it's weird because the first one was like O-H, and then the second one was just the letter O. Mm. Either way. Hey, riddle me that. I don't know. Fucking riddle D, brother. This might be the last one for me from this. Yeah. For this friend zone. Paul, because we got some watching to do, mm. brother. And we've got another podcast to record, which we've is got called some, Killian here. We've got, we've got some bonus to have. Or not have, but certainly to inspect. Paul. Or patrol. Uh, I also sent this into Patreon, but thought I'd share it here just in case. I always, always forget to do the Patreon. <laughs> Tim Thumb and Guy Guy, long-time listener, first-time mailer, say my name. I'm going to say it right now. Paul Mah- uh, Mayon. Nah. M- Mayon. <laughs> Man. 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 Sweet. Many years ago, my wife and her brother were sitting down to watch your fave, Zach Efron, Fuel Bender. Fueled Bender, we are your friends. Having had seen the trailer, I knew that they were in for all sorts of cinematic badness. However, I had never checked to see if it was as critically panned as I'd imagined, so I surfed my way over to its IMDb page to clarify my suspicions with zero surprise to see it resting on a solid 38%. But... What really grabbed my attention was when uh, was when I finger dashed. <laughs> I like that my way down to the ever curious trivia section, where lo and behold, I found a nugget of information that would change the course of my life. <laughs> I love this season three of the New Zealand-based podcast. The worst idea of all time is dedicated to watching "We Are Your Friends" once a week, every week for a year, and then reviewing the movie. Raise eyebrows and curiosity at a time. Sorry, uh, at, at, uh, at an all-time high, I had to dive right in. I started with season two. As above mentioned, I would not watched We Are Your Friends yet, but somewhere, somehow, along my life train, I'd actually seen The Sex in the City 2. Although, oh, sorry, it, uh, already knowing how bad the film was and some of the loud, the law, oh, the law, oh, the, okay, the law behind it, it was all sorts of intriguing to hear two strapping young fellas week by week respond to it all. Little did I realize it would digress into such madness, a joyful madness. To say this podcast has brought me laughs is an understatement. I can't listen to it in bed anymore as the shakes from laughing have distributed, have disturbed, distributed, distributed my wife everywhere. <laughs> distributed it to the point that I'm certain she doesn't like me because of it. There's a, there's a few typos, and I also suck at reading. And also, I need glasses. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I need glasses. Really? Imagine how good I might get. But it's actually my long distance that's screwed, so I don't think it's going to do anything to that. I've never... I could be in a car with you and hear you mispronounce town names. <laughs> exactly. Distance. Struggle with pronouns. Proper nouns, rather. I've never heard much mention of this in your friend zone, but the fact ye guys, for the most part, stay clear of current topics, politics, etc., etc., is so absolutely refreshing. Knowing you're pressing play on a pure nonsense and escapism is something not other podcasts can do, for which I congratulate ye on. <laughs> I like this use of ye everywhere. 
While on the topic of topics, sometimes <laughs> Timbo has added stuff that question my own reality and that jokes or rants seem almost too much directed toward me that some overlord has constructed a podcast to just feed my senses. I got to a point where I started making a note of certain things. I'm just going to see. Oh, this yeah, sounds so- like someone. <laughs> this is a, this note. I feel like this is a turning point in this message. Do you, now, what do you put the odds on that I got, like did a bunch of mushrooms and wrote this email to myself? <laughs> <laughs> Signed, Timbat. Uh, I've used a fake name. I cannot pronounce <laughs> for like an easily pronounceable last name. First off, Tim's rant about the drone work and stabilization had me absolutely howling. I'm a freelance filmmaker, so this really tickled me in all the right places. Tim's love for 8-bit music. I had a huge 8-bit music phase in my MySpace days. Hello. And my first music video is for an 8-bit track. Please send that, Paul. I want to see it and listen to it. Oh, shit. I hope that didn't stop again. Getting real sick of your shit. Sorry, that's something else. Don't worry about that, Paul. Um, For some reason, when you talked about walking around with a backpack full of electronics in the rain, I can't remember the context. I vaguely remember that. You were giving me shit about it. Um, Yeah, and that's been my entire life here in Ireland. uh, uh, These are pretty popular, I guess, but in the mix fit me right down to a T. Your love for The Office, extras, Ferris Bueller, spicy food, and hatred of the sound of people eating. I reckon Paul and I might have a future together. Continue reading. I need to make I'm Paul. waiting for my paragraph. <laughs> I have no idea why, but you talked about someone looking like Haley Joel Osmond before, and I can't even begin to express how much that played a part in my life. Um, <laughs> when Sixth Sense came out, my entire school just called me I See Dead People. Oh, that's pretty... This bullying, man. Thankfully, it sort of died off by my mid mid twenties. Fuck. Um, but I am told I look like him for so. Oh, but I got told I look like him for such a long time. Timbo's also dropped some knowledge bombs on O L E D burning favorcons, and as well as the sales pitch in a meetings off of which uh, topics I've literally never heard any other media address. And I, for one. I'm glad you boys are out there fighting the good fight. Oh, my wife's name is Zoe as well. This is written by me. Anyhow, <laughs> guys, I've rambled enough from one island to the, from the other side of the world to the other. Peace out, Paul. Fuck yeah, Paul. He's actually got his show reel in there, so I'm going to take this out of the friend zone and send it back to myself so I can watch his music videos. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> and thanks to everyone who's corresponded with us. Uh in particular, once more, we've really got to give a huge shout out to Valerie and the Big Book of Ideas. We will be scanning that and creating a PDF so that everyone can oh, revisit I like that the you've magic. Committed to it. Well, it's like it. going to be a good idea if I did it. Uh, but got a lot on my plate, guy. I got this dog. Yeah, you do. <laughs> he refuses to. This fucking shift. dog, man. He smells too. Um, thank you so much for listening for corresponding if you want to get in touch with us the facebook is live we're stadium of all time we're also on twitter at t-w-i-o-a-t pod the patreon patreon.com slash t-w-i-o-a-t and we've got some uh we've got a new patreon only podcast that'll be launching very shortly it's Killionaire. probably out it's probably out yeah yeah Killionaire. um we've talked about it previously but it's it's out now so what will happen from here on in is um like all going to plan every single week there will be a episode of season five coming out where we watch a new um emmanuel movie and it goes out 
uh, for free, but a day earlier and with no ads, it goes out on the Patreon if you like five bucks or more. Um, I don't know what money tier the Killionaire podcast is on, but we've got to keep that on Patreon so we don't get targeted by the Amazon drones. That's right. And the thing is, we're trying to help Amazon. And also... Um, we might be starting a Discord soon, which I haven't talked to you about, but that's another cool Patreon thing. And there's a very uh, high chance that from here on in, whenever we can, the friend zones will be live streamed. Yes. So we'll do like... Um, It'll be like this, but um, live. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Well, fucking stop see. imagining it because soon it's going to be happening. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So in we've the meantime, been off the boil for too long, but we're, we're getting well, back you had a you had a great holiday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sure did fucking loved it but like way before then as well we've been off the boil mate we're with always, releases yeah but we're all, we're always on the um up on the up and, and we're the always take. and on the pulse uh thanks everyone i hope you um you know i hope you i hope you're going good yeah man and uh i uh, also go fuck yourselves see ya well it's the friend zone with Tim and Guy, it's the friend zone. We're gonna have a good time. It's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Friend zone.